Michigan, poop nugget rolled down her leg and into my drink. Oh, good Thursday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. I hope that you are having a splendid morning so far. I know I am. I, I, I've, uh, people have been sending me some stories early this morning, and, and, and the world is just such a great place, I gotta tell you, for, for, for people like me. See... See, I look at the world a lot differently than other people. I just look at look shit to make me laugh. And, and that's just what, and it's so sad because if I don't laugh at it, I will, I will, I will lose my mind because the world is so, it, it just in ruins. I mean, this is the closest we've ever probably been to the Middle Ages, the way we're acting, the way we treat people, the way we cancel people. Look, I, I, I don't want to get going yet, but this ongoing war against women 
has got to come to an end. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, I watched a couple videos, and one was a Dr. Phil video, and he has one of, of these people. It's uh, uh, long hair, dressing in girls' clothing, but he has a beard. And, and, and uh, the uh, uh, Crowder. Tim Crowder was on, and he's like, well, what's a woman? Well, I can't define what a woman is uh, because I'm not a woman. I am I, 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 non-binary. It's a simple question. It is a simple question. And, and of course, you know, they ask Crowder, and he says, well, it's a, a human being that's born with the, uh, the, the abilities to create life, you know, a, a baby-making you know, women are born with the, the women parts, pretty much, to make a baby. Well, of course, the, the non-binary whatever the hell was like, well, wait a second, what about women who are not able to have children? Da, 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 da. I said they're born with the parts to have women. I didn't say the parts worked. You see, you, you see that's, the, that's the key. I learned that from our forefathers. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Happiness is not guaranteed to you motherfuckers. The pursuit of that happiness, as long as it doesn't infringe on other people's rights. Women are born with the parts that it takes to hold a baby in utero. Now, the parts ain't got to work, and guess what? You're still a woman. Ugh. Do I have any trans stuff? To, I don't have much trans stuff today. I saw those videos, and I was like, man, this is getting to be crazy. By the way, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is going to be in today in the next hour. And let me just tell you, we got, we've, we've got the bowl of superness taken care of. That's right. I, I don't want to get in trouble. And next year, we'll be calling it the Super Bowel. Not, no, 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 no. There's, there's no bowl in that. No, no, no. The Super Bowel. But this year is the bowl of superness. And then the year after, it will be the bowel of superness. Let me say some good mornings, and then I'll start with this one off-the-wall story, and then I'll, I'll get going, I promise. Uh, let's see. Uh, first one here. Well, looky there. Oh, my goodness. Well, Lottie frickin' dog. There he is. Straight fire says, well, 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 another third day is upon us, and I hope that you have a great third day today. Uh, the good Darren, he says, good morning, ass family. Yesterday's show was to quote Billy Bob. Oh, you mean Billy Bob from, from, from Varsity Blues? A tan. A tan. A fucking tan. Gentlemen. <laughs> See, you didn't think I could get it up that quick, did you? Wait, that's a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, he says, to quote Billy Bob, a tan, a tan, a fucking tan. Looking forward to another great show today. Well, thank you so much. Colin says, morning, everybody. And uh-oh, looky there. Oh, my lucky star. The one, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. With all due respect, you ain't nothing more than a scooby dooby douchebag. Wow, all right, well, thank you. <laughs> a knee slapper! It's a knee slapper! Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's funny stuff there. Uh, Sanchez family says, yo, not gay ass guy, says boner D-ass. Uh, let's see, that's lower than the snake smelly in the mood. 
That's one of my favorites. And Lord and Snake's Belly and Mud. Yeehaw! Stinkfist says, good morning, kind folk. Well, good morning to you, my friend. Now, before we start things going today, uh, Cowboys Girl, good morning to you uh, as well. Um, look, look here. Look, 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 look. Now, I'm going to share this with y'all, and y'all are going to say, oh, Arnie, you're being mean. Yes, I am, because that's what I do best. Bill Gates is now dating the widow of his former CEO, a gal named Paula Hurt. And look, for a gal her age, okay, she looks all right. Ask family, America, we deserve a better billionaire. We sure do. See, this altruistic billionaire who wants to buy up and make sure we eat synthetic meat and give all his money away to charity and all this kind of shit. And we got another story about Bill Gates coming up a little bit. Hell, I might do that damn story right here uh, with him. Yeah, we'll, we'll pull it up since I'm talking about his ugly girlfriend. Uh, but we deserve a billionaire who acts like a billionaire. That's what we deserve. We, 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 we need that. I want that. I want that more than anything. I want Bill Gates and his nerdy billionaire ass. He should be dating everybody in the Victoria's Secret fucking catalog. Bill Gates shouldn't have time to go to these world summits because he's too busy with a, a 22-year-old French model. That's what billionaires do. Oh, I'm so disappointed this morning. I saw that picture, and I was like, you scumbag. The story I got about Bill Gates, you know, I actually got got to keep it where it is, uh, but we will destroy Bill Gates more this morning, I promise you that. But come on now, Bill. Come on. Penis head. I'm glad I got that out of my system. Um, oh, something else to get out of my system. So last night on wrestling, B Coop just sent me this uh, this picture, and it is pretty damn funny. Um, last night on AEW wrestling, um, they were interviewing this guy named Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Now we, we all know that I love this guy. He he's probably my well next to the Briscoes. Uh, there, there's nobody that can touch either Briscoe or. MJF on the microphone. I mean, I, he he's so good. That's the he's so good and I'm better than you. And you know it. So he had his match last night with this fella and he beat the hell out of him. They beat the hell out of each other. It was a good night of wrestling on AEW last night. Then they go back to interview him and he's talking about, you know, he has to, he, adversity, he has to know when adversity sets in, what you do. And he told this story about when he was in high school, and he was this all-state linebacker. He was like all-conference, he wasn't really all-state. But uh, anyway, so they, they, they hype it up, right? And he was riding around town in his Camaro, and his buddy showed up at the prom, and he found the hottest chick there. And he even, he even did the mouth blowjob thing. Like, I was driving while she was distracted. And uh, he goes, well, after she finished, <laughs> I mean, it was so good. Uh, he says he skidded and sped off the, the road and hit a telephone pole. And when he, and he had a bunch of tickets, so he didn't want to lose his license, so he picked her body up 
and put her in the driver's seat, and he got in the passenger seat, so he didn't get the ticket. That was the promo he cut. Police in the Nassau uh, district there in New York, the, the Long Island area, received over 300 phone calls last night after that promo was cut. The police said they'll look into it, but they believe it was to do with a fictional story on a television show. The people actually called the damn police on him. Uh, Yes, some young man is uh, admitting to a crime he committed about 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to do that. Okay. Derek, good morning, my friend. Says good morning, ass family, on this good Thursday with another day off. Look at that. Hangtown Jen is all up in the house as well. Uh, Jen, Jen, here's here's this one's for you. It is time for today's poop word of the day. Listen up, soldiers. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're being called to duty. See, you're being called to duty. And you could use the word to as a verb there. You're being called to, and you're, you're, you're dutying. There you go. That was a good one there. That was a real good one there. I like that one. Um, all right, let's see. Where are we going to go from here? Um, and there's all kinds of crazy shit happening in the news. First things first. Um, now, look, look, look. I'm not going to say I'm happy about this. I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I, I'm going to wish this man uh, a healthy, speedy recovery because I would want that wished upon me. But it seems like uh, Senator John Fetterman... The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Um, he was rushed to the hospital in Washington, D.C. after feeling lightheaded as doctors checked to see if he suffered another stroke. Uh, they're not really saying anything. Um, I guess he went down. I, I guess he was just too active as a senator by going to the State of the Union Oh, and taking a convicted murderer with him. Yeah, you'll have to look that story up. Buenos dias, Ogre. Douglas's good morning, ass family. Who had a stroke? My teenage self? No, 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 our, our, our dear friend. I, I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Yeah. Uh, initial test did not show evidence of a new stroke, but doctors are running more tests. They're going to keep him in overnight uh, for observations. Pennsylvania, they, look, look. I don't like. I said I. I want this guy to stay healthy because he's too good not to be in the Senate. He's too good not to have a microphone in front of him at sometimes. Senator Rubber Boundmouth. He had no. He didn't have. They're saying he, they don't know. He was just short of breath the other day. So was he stroking out when he was saying the Eagles are so much better than the Eagles? No, that was him at his healthiest. I run on Roe v. Wade. I celebrate the demise of Roe v. Wade. How does that get elected? I mean, I, I look, look, I. I'm a Dr. Phil guy through and through, but 
I've never liked Dr. Oz, but if I had Dr. Oz running against a fire hydrant, I don't think I would vote for the fire hydrant, and Pennsylvania voted for the fire hydrant. I mean, this guy, it's so amazing to me, and we're going to talk about what AOC did yesterday uh, in the House. It's so amazing to me to watch when bad things happen to people on the left and to watch the left defend or, or, or things are done bad by people on the left and when the people on the right call them out, oh, man, do those people on the left show their teeth. And nobody's going to be making fun of John Fetterman because the, the left will come after him. Look, look I think he's a, a braying donkey. And that's uh, sorry to the, 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 the horse world, the equine world, to all donkeys and burros and mules out there that I would compare this guy to you because you serve a purpose. Oh, wow. How did he get elected? Oh, wait, Joe Biden did it. <laughs> Why did I ask? Maybe Fetterman is a genius performance comedian like Andy Kaufman in the stroke routine is making fun of Joe Biden. <laughs> Dr. Oz is trash. That's how you get simple Jack in the Senate. You never go full retard. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Bup, 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 bup. It's all about who can raise more money and get the right support, not about who can clearly lead and politic it out. The electorate of Pennsylvania are plain fucktards. That's how. Well, you guys answered my questions. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on this dipshit and see if he can, I mean, really hired a guy that is not healthy enough to serve. Oh, now there was a big story that came out yesterday. Humongous story. There is a report that claims President Joe Biden oversaw a top-secret mission in which specialized U.S. Navy diving teams actually bombed the underwater Nord Stream pipeline supplying Russia's gas to Western Europe. Oh, I, I, I need a, a sound effect here. Um. Oh. Um, journalist who has won the Pulitzer Prize, which doesn't mean dick anymore. Seymour Hersh, best known for ever covering stories such as uh, My Lay Massacre in Vietnam, Prisoner Abuse in Abu Ghraib, uh, claims in a 5,000-word report published on Substack that the bombing of the Nord State pipe Stream Pipeline was a black op ordered by President Biden and executed by the CIA in collaboration with Norway. Ooh. Gold says, good morning, you animals. Oh, and whoever posted that Rocky Dennis and Sharon meme saying Sharon Madonna are selling tickets for their tour is fucking brilliant. Best one yet. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. That was good shit. Um, now, as much as I... I, I, I And if you don't remember what this is, this is the pipeline that supplies Russia all their oil. 
And at the time it happened, nobody was claiming any kind of responsibilities because, well, we aren't supposed to do that. Now, am I cool with it being done? Sure, I don't care. I mean, but you kind of have to wait and get some approval because I, I have to ask this question because I'm not smart enough. So you guys in the military and you guys that know and paid attention to civics a lot more than me, couldn't that be deemed an act of war on the United States part? And 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 look here, I'm just asking. I'm not saying he should be impeached. I'm not saying he should be arrested for anything. I want to have a discussion about this because this showed. I'll say it. I'll say it. it showed he has a little bit of balls, no brains, but balls. V. Coop says yes. Okay. Why aren't more people talking about this? I I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I saw this story, and it was kind of in a passing website, I think. But I've checked. Let's see. Let me go to Fox. Um, no, there's something on uh, the Markles. Uh, let's see. No, no bombing, no bombing, no bombing. There's a picture of Joe Biden. Hold on a second. Viewership. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's weird. Nobody's talking about it. <laughs> Biden thought he was approving a mission to turn off someone's used garden hose. No, like I said, like I said, I the 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 get up and go kind of impressive almost. But you can't do that, right? I mean, and and here's another story that I found yet that's been trickling around since those goddamn balloons jumped up in the air. Um, Where did I put it? Where'd it go? Look for that. There we go. Um, The Pentagon may have purposely hidden spy balloon information from Donald Trump. Uh, During a recent interview with Fox Business, Republican uh, Representative Mike Waltz was asked about reports that spy balloons flew over the U.S. during Trump. He says, my office has been briefed by the Office of Secretary of Defense of the current Pentagon that it happened over Florida, it happened over Texas, and then it happened before. We have more detailed questions, but what is unclear, did the Pentagon under Trump administration brief the White House and give them the option to take action or they say did not brief him for whatever reason? Um, you know, once again, once again, I'm, I'm asking this question because my knowledge of civics is, and government is obviously terrible. Isn't that treasonous? I I, I mean, it's insubordination a hundred percent because you're not telling your boss and, and the military is run pretty strictly on a code that you don't hold shit back from your boss. You didn't tell him about the the balloons overhead? I mean, he's not going to see them. And you didn't say anything. Once again, I'm lost. I I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to, to say about all this stuff. 
because we have a president, one president who blows up a pipeline and the other one's not even informed that we're being spied upon. Hmm. Very, very interesting stuff happening in our world. Now, we're finding this stuff out because they're allowing us to know due to the fact that the media is all corrupt as shit and everything. But, hey, that's okay, I guess. We'll just idly sit by as China continues to spy on us and then, you know, give us fucking biochemical treatment. I just told that he lost the balloon he was given at the Seattle Zoo, so he wanted to fly freely over America. Uh, how do you not tell the president there are fucking spy balloons over your head? I, 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 I'm lost. I, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't. I don't want to get it. Here's another one. Look, this, this is the bad news stories of the day today. I got to tell you. Iran has officially revealed the first kind of its underground air base, dubbed Eagle 44, capable of housing fighter jets and long-range cruise missiles, as they threaten Israel. Well, fantastic. More discourse in the Middle East. Who didn't see that one coming a mile away? Now, you know, the funny part to me is this. And there's a story about a, uh, a former Miss Texas. I, where's that story at? And, and Dave Chappelle said it on Saturday Night Live without saying it. There's a group of people you don't make fun of, and that, that's the Jewish people, especially in Hollywood. You don't make fun of the Jews in Hollywood because the Jews run Hollywood. Hey, I don't have a problem with it. I know it. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I wish they would start hiring some better writers and stuff out there. But when we have people that say bad things about Jews and, and Israel and stuff, they get canceled in our society. And, okay, we can sit and talk about that. I don't want anybody to be canceled. I think you should be able to talk shit about anybody you want. But when Democrats oppose helping Israel and make their jokes about Israel, why is anybody canceling them? I mean, Ehan Omar, she got kicked off a Senate subcommittee or whatever. Why is that? Why is that that almost half of the Senate or, or a majority of the Senate would oppose helping Israel? It's crazy, isn't it? It's almost as crazy as this thought that I had yesterday. Why is there no B in the word dummy? Mm -hmm. That's some deep thought shit right there. You spell dumb, D-U-M-B. Why don't you spell dummy, D-U-M-B-Y? Why did we add that extra M? Where'd that M come from? That M has never been there. Dummy. 
Everybody knows it, but you're not allowed to say it. Absolutely, you're not allowed to say it. I still find it to be comical. Oh, shut up, dummy. See, D-U-M-M-Y. Should be D-U-M-B-Y. Makes me angry. Now, yesterday, our favorite horse tooth representative AOC. Yes, Biden would be a dummy with a B in it. Joe Biden puts the B in dummy. That's a T-shirt. Go sell a million of them. Um, this dumb bitch. I, I mean, that that's all I can call her, and I, I, I don't like calling gals that name a lot of times because it's just wrong, but wait till you hear what she had to say yesterday. New York Post had this alleged information and was trying to publish it without any corroboration, without any backup information. They were trying to publish it to Twitter. Twitter did not let them, and now they were upset. I believe that political operatives who sought to inject explosive disinformation with the Washington Post couldn't get away with it. And now they're livid. And they want the ability to do it again. They want the ability to inject this again. So they've dragged a social media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup in a right-wing political operation. That is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about healthcare. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. So shut up, bitch! Hmm. Let's see, uh, AOC is my favorite bartender. How is their jumbo shrimp? Exactly. Sanchez family called her a cunt. But they proved that never happened, idiot. Um, now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let, 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 let's talk about this. Um, th- this laptop computer that, that's now deemed to be half fake by AOC. Do we not recall how this country mounted up and rode their horses to the villagers and they gave them this news and the villagers came out with their pitchforks and their fire torches over a letter that was sent to a senator's office allegedly, and somehow that senator, a long-standing senator in the United States Senate, somehow it floated out of her office in the wind, somehow crazily, right to the Washington Post. And they printed the letter. And we had to have gigantic Senate subcommittee meetings after the, or, or during the appointment of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh over a letter 
about a party that the girl didn't know where she was. She don't know exactly when it happened, but she described that she was held in a room by Kavanaugh. Now, he, he didn't finger blast her. He didn't sniff her butthole. He, he didn't offer her a, a, a Canadian snowstorm. No, 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 no. He was there drinking beer, and he was 15. Remember that? That was from a letter of nothing but hearsay. And we stopped America for that. So now, in her own truth, she says this is a half fake, which means it's half real, laptop, which would be 100% more. I mean, if it's half true, that's more than what that letter was. Yet we stopped the country for that, and that was for the appointment of a Supreme Court justice. This is for meddling in an election in 2020. Seeing the business actions of the son of the vice president, who was clearly benefiting from his daddy being the vice president, which is a big no-no. But this is a waste of her time. This is a waste of America's time because we could be talking about health care. Just another chick who needs to shut her cum hole. Yeah, you mean like chasing your own tail, getting Trump impeached? I didn't even want to go back that far. But, But twice. But remember that twice over a phone call, one of them over an actual phone call, and then Russian collusion, which, by the way, turned out to be your own party. How are not the lot of them, the entire lot of Democrats that were a part of the election in 2016, how are they not all in jail? It was a Democratic Party that put this whole Russian fucking mayhem together, and it was signed off on by Hillary Clinton. I wish a Republican would do something like that. They would be in jail immediately. Oh, what I'm saying, Democrats respond to these things with accusations of what about isms? Oh, oh uh, see, and, and that's the thing. Like, I can't do it anymore. I, I'm, I'm serious. I, I know I talked about this a couple months ago. TikTok, they, I, I follow a lot of political stuff on TikTok mainly because they put up the shit on C-SPAN that I won't go out of my way to watch. And they have some of these these hearings going on right now with Twitter and social media and all this kind of stuff. The, the representatives and the senators, they always ask simple yes and no questions. And the answer is always never. The, the answer is never yes or no. The answer always starts off with well-representative or well-congresswoman or man, congressman. Well-congressman, I cannot uh, recall exactly what was happening at that time frame. And they they give this bullshit, long-winded, roundabout answer that doesn't say anything. No matter what. And even even the congresspeople will be like, sir, ma'am, this is a yes or no question. 
and then they'll repeat their same answer. They've been, they've been lawyered up, and the lawyers are pretty much just pulling the strings. It's a waste of time. If you don't answer my question, I hold you in contempt of this committee, and that means you're going to jail. That's what it means. Simple. Eat your vegetables, don't elect them. <laughs> um, what's fake about it? Well, I, I don't know what's fake about it. I mean, everybody, the laptop repairman knows who it is. Hunter Biden says it's his. All I want to see are all the Hunters smoking fucking, I, and I want to see if he took pictures, if he did nail one of the Obama girls. Boy, that would be the end of that friendship. That Joe-Obama friendship, that shit will be over if Hunter fucking plugged away at Melania or whatever. Arnie, uh, say allegedly when talking about Hillary, we don't want you to commit suicide by hanging in shotgun blast. But this Hunter Biden story, we've known about it now for, for years. Twitter block people, and, and they, they had these people from Twitter on, and what I think it was Chip Roy from Texas, my man. He says, now look, look, this is the investigation. It was somebody from North Carolina. It was the good old boy from North Carolina, I think. And he goes, uh, now see, uh, <laughs> you don't answer. This is, this is the hearing. <laughs> the prosecution is next. <laughs> because these people fucked with an election. They were, they were using their social media platforms to block anything that said this. That is, and the Supreme Court has ruled, the Supreme Court in Texas at least says you can't do that. That's a violation of your First Amendment. And you signing that paper, you cannot sign your rights away like that. But I can't wait, man. I, I just want to know what's on there. Come on, tell us. By the way, the best thing to happen at the Grammys was Dave Chappelle winning a Grammy for his transphobic Netflix special. <laughs> See, that's my world. And by the way, by the way, it was not a transphobic Netflix special. He talks about transitioners or transients or whatever the hell they are. Makes fun of them. But that's what comedians do. And he won a Grammy for it. Oh, that's delicious. That is so delicious. Hillary Clinton's like a cockroach. She refuses to die. Oh, she's the queen of cockroaches. She really is. I mean, I'm surprised, honestly. I have to admit, and I don't ask that question, what's next? I'm surprised because a few months ago we saw this media blast by Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton was everywhere. I don't know if she had a book coming out or, or something. She was going to be on, you know, celebrity uh you know, uh, Fit Club or some, some shit like that. I, I don't know what she was promoting. But she was all over the place. 
But she looks terrible. I mean, she never looked good, but she really looks terrible. So maybe they got her, like, in a bunker training, losing weight, doing plastic surgery, chopping off, you know, parts of her ham hocks and all that kind of shit. Mark my words. What, what is today? February the 9th. By the way, uh, I was asked yesterday, um, you going to be doing Valentine's Day? Uh, I will do Valentine's Day stuff um, probably a little bit at the end of Monday's show for you idiots that don't have gifts or don't have ideas. <laughs> my Valentine's Day, done. Taken care of. All I got to do is get a card. I'm that good. Um, but... Today, February 9th, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, Hillary Clinton will be challenging for the presidency of the United States of America. Mark my words. Mark them. Do you think that with Hillary breathing, she will allow any other woman to become the first president, first female president of the United States of America? She was up in Russia training and yelled, Donald, can't you see it now? We're going to see this. We're going to see this in a couple weeks. There's Hillary. She's ripping Donald Trump's face off anything. And there, oh, she's put up Biden's face. There she goes. She's ordered another suicide. Oh, oh, she's planning documents now. She's almost in mid-season form. Oh, my, she's planning evidence. She's approving yet another mistress for Bill. There she is lying in front of hundreds of people. Here she comes to the podium. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm running for president. Hillary won. Bernie will (laughs) be up her VP because she owes him one. Bernie ain't making it that long, man. Bernie ain't got two more years. That poor motherfucker was sitting in the damn, in, in the State of the Union. Only motherfucker there that had a mask on. He looked bad. He looks worse than Ron Jeremy right now. Has anybody got to see the TMZ photo of Santa Claus uh, Jeremy? Oh, he's got nothing but bushy white hair. He's been, they're putting him into a mental hospital because he's got dementia. Rebecca and I already celebrated Valentine's Day last Friday. It was a great night. Good, good, good. Smart man. If another female candidate was about to win the Democratic nomination, we'd have Hillary Sirhan Sirhan Clinton. She's stabbing her heavy bag that looks like Epstein hanging from a noose. (laughs) The training montage. Now see, now you see. We just did something here. We created an illusion in your mind. That's what we did here. 
Saturday Night Live. Hello. Here I am, big fat redneck in Texas, and I'm still funnier than your show. That would be an awesome bit. You get the training month. Oh, that would be so funny. Bring Kate McKinnon back for it and everything. They won't. Of course they won't. Um, this just, look, look, look. If you don't think the rest of the world is paying attention to us, the embarrassment that has become the United States of America, we, we, we're allowing balloons to fly over us and take pictures and, and, and spy or at least shake our feathers up. We allowed a country to dump a biohazard in our country and we all got sick. After what we've seen over the last few presidency, I'd say Oprah Winfrey would take the fucking role if she had just won. I think she missed her popularity window, uh, but the Oprah of early 2000 would have taken it. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, Oprah could stand a, a small chance, but it, every day that goes by that she's not, it, people forget about Oprah. Um, and mark the uh, necessary boxes for days, president, women, black, TV personality, and I think she'd fucking throat punch Hillary to dust her in a heartbeat. I tell you what, that would be a fight right there. You have a steel cage match between fucking Hillary and Oprah. Man, oh man. Somebody's dick is coming out in that fight. I'm just telling you that right now, and I'm afraid it's going to be Hillary's. Hillary's going to slap her with a cock. But the rest of the world pays attention to see that we're fighting over the fact that we don't know what to call a woman anymore. Purely stupid. The, the, honestly, the stupidest we've ever been. We cannot define what a woman is anymore. Women who have fought their asses off for the last hundred years, or forever, but we'll, we'll document it the last hundred years. Who still have to fight shit in the workplace? Who still have to fight sexual fucking harassment? Fucking Me Too movement. You don't think the Me Too movement stopped, do you? You don't think there are producers down in Hollywood getting their balls licked right now by an up-and-coming actress? Oh, open your eyes, people. Pedophilia's been illegal forever, and guess what? That is still happening in Hollywood. Ask Corey Feldman. But don't ask Corey Feldman to sing because he's terrible at that. A woman is a man taking estrogen. <laughs> oh. But these other countries are paying attention to it, and they're like, well, fucking America is a bunch of dummies. We're going to start fucking with them. And now, I mean, we, we, we have Iran uh, launching warships that are in, in Brazil now. They, they've opened up a new airport or new Air Force hangar where they can get to fucking Israel with no problem. And now dickbag extraordinaire Kim Jong-un wearing his cool guy leather jacket out with some generals 
had a meeting called on the country's military to expand its combat drills and move forward perfecting the preparedness of war. You know, this is the thing. You can hate Donald Trump all you want. I will say this as a, a son, a very proud son, of an officer that fought in Korea who was awarded the Silver Star, the Bronze Star, and a Purple Heart for his actions in duty. I took great pride in watching the President of the United States of America, no matter who it was, step over that line in the demilitarized zone, the DMZ for short, and have a meeting with the leader of a communist country that no president has ever done before. And what resulted in that? Where all the bodies of U.S. soldiers who were killed in that war were returned to their families. My dad made it back. A lot of the people that he was in command with didn't. And now those people can properly honor their loved one because of what Donald Trump did there. And I'll tell you this. I would imagine Donald Trump had a little little one-on-one time with Kim Jong-un and said, look here, you little fat fuck. If you don't start acting appropriately, I'm going to come over here. And and you know what? We're going to send the National Guard of Florida over because the National Guard of Florida could defeat everybody here. You get a bunch of crazy rednecks that have somehow weaponized alligators. And they're going to chomp your asses to death. I got to say, that's pretty funny. By the way, there you go. Hey, SNL. There's another skit for you. The National Guard of, of Florida has weaponized alligators. That could be the stupidest phrase I've ever said on this show. Hey, Earl. Hey, hey, Earl. Hey, uh, let, let, let's teach the alligators to be weapons. All right. Hey, Seven Finger, Seven Finger, come on over here. We're going to weaponize these alligators. Well, they already are weapons. Look at me. I only got seven fingers. There you go. Fuck, I've almost wrote a whole episode of that damn show. Ask Jennifer Lawrence about licking Harvey Weinstein's balls. Amen to that. Ask uh, ask the Judd. Well, the... The one of the, the two, two of re- remaining Judds. He told Kim, if you don't release the remains, I'll bring Hawkeye and Klinger back over here to make life a living hell for you. <laughs> Worst show ever. But these other countries are all paying attention and they're all starting to fuck with us. It's like the story that Christopher or, or, uh, Christopher Walken tells. In the movie, was it Pool Junkies? Where he goes, you ever watch those natures? I can't do a proper Christopher Walken. I have it on my phone, but I've already played it. it, it, it 
this, uh, I, I, can, I can fast forward to it. Just hold on a second here. Look, this is an entertaining program. I got to tell you that. I'm not, just, I'm, not, I'm not going to besmirch Mr. Christopher Walken because I like him too much. Don't listen to that. By the way, stupid trade in the NBA. Kevin Durant to... You watch those nature documentaries on the... Right here. And I start to move in. See? Here we the go. jackals. Hyenas. They're barking at them, laughing at them. It's America. They're and laughing at those and eat the food. Yep. Coming after domain. us. They do this. And they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder. Until one day... That lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. Runs like the wind. Eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals. Who he is. They should play that before every special mission that our special forces go on. That just gives you a fucking boner of America right there. Come on. Keep nipping at us. Come on. Because we're about to, unla- and but the problem is that I don't know if it's if it's because I'm older. I know I'm not any wiser. But and it it really pains me to say this, and it's hard for me to say. I don't know if that's us anymore. I don't know if we're that lion. Or if we're the old line that gets nipped at, nipped at, nipped at, and just goes to fucking die alone in the desert. And I don't mean to be so melancholy and low, but right now, are, are, are we that lion? Or are we the, 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 the dead line? We're acting more like that damn dead line because we're letting them nip, 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 come at us, come at us. And we ain't doing shit. Now, aside from maybe blowing up a pipeline, but once again, that was an act of war that usually you have to go through Congress to get. But once again, I, I didn't take a lot of civics classes, and, 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 and I'm not high up in government to, to know that. But I do believe that if you have to do that, if you go to war with somebody, you have to go to Congress to get the approval of war. And... I've been doing a lot of shows, and a lot of shows blend together, but I don't recall doing a show where we talked about Congress approving a war. That's just me, though. That is just me. Uh, By the way, China wants their uh, balloon back. They say it does not belong to the U.S. Well... I, I, I have a great answer for that. I, I, I promise you I do, if, as long as I can find it. Um, here it is. Don't sing it. Bring it. Thank you, Razor Ramon or Scott Hall or whatever name you went by. And thank you for being a great wrestler. Rest in peace. Um, you want your balloon back? Okay. Well, i tell you what, why don't you bring your daddy back over here? See, this, this is the way we used to do it. Like, when we were kids, you hit a home run, you hit a ball, and it goes through somebody's window. You got to figure out which kid is going to be the unluckiest kid in the world because they have to go up there and ring the doorbell 
and say, excuse me, can we get our ball back, please? Knowing full well that you are going to get blamed for breaking said window, and then it's going to come out of either your ass or your mama's pocketbook, and probably both of them. But you see, you still got punished. In China, you're going to get punished. Now, I don't know by who. I don't know by what. But you want your balloon? Well, you better come and knock and ask nicely for it. Don't come out and say it doesn't belong to you. Well, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but here in America, possession is nine-tenths of the law. So it's ours. Desert Runner says, you want your balloon back? Go fuck yourself. We took down a balloon, albeit a balloon that can be popped with a dart, but we still took out a balloon. America. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers, motherfucker. Our military will overthrow the government before they let us overtake it, I think. It does belong to us. It was in our yard. We found it. Finders, keepers, especially after we find out your lost balloon has also been on... Lost on five different continents, 40 countries. Found your lost balloon. Yeah, where's our reward? I tell you what. I tell you what. This is why I could be president. I would announce to America. I would come out and I would say, hey, we've got the Chinese balloon and we shot it down. Woo! The crowd's going crazy. Now, now the Chinese called. Chinese daddy called and they said, hey, we want our balloon back. I said, okay, gladly. Uh, but there there will be a reward, and that reward is $31 trillion erased. You want your balloon back, you erase our debt. Hell, why don't you give us an additional $31 trillion on top of that if you want your balloon back so bad? Hmm? Oh, oh, nothing? Oh, you, you ain't got nothing. Okay. All right, well, well, we'll go ahead and just keep the balloon till you come to your senses or we find out what bad shit you were doing, and then we smoke you. You want your balloon? We'll trade it for Hong Kong, bitch. Uh, <laughs> return it to their airspace to spy on them. No shit. Oh, we're already doing that. Uh, let's see. Okay, we'll do one more. Uh, oh, I I, I, I got to talk about this Bill Gates thing. Bill Gates and John Kerry this week have been grilled by the media, which surprises me that the media is actually doing their job. I don't know why it is, but certain media members like to do their job when it comes to climate change, but not politics. They came out and they asked it, hey, Bill Gates, and, and they asked it, John Kerry this before, um, how is it that you're so against climate change, yet you take a private plane everywhere you go? In the Cold War, when we lost a U-2 spy plane, you think the, the Russians said, uh, said in a limp voice, um, you lost this plane, so you want it back? No trouble, no problem. No. Yet. Co-founder of Microsoft um, says he contends his solution given his efforts to address the part in, though, believing investing billions in climate change technologies. Well, uh, 
I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. Really, it exceeds your family's footprint. Really. Now, this is the same guy. Now, I lived in Seattle for a while, and you find out a lot of stories about people in Seattle, and you find out what's true and what's not. And we found out a few true stories about Mr. Gates. Did you know that Mr. Bates, uh, Mr. Gates had a heated driveway, an outdoor heated driveway? Did y'all know that? Now, I got to think that that does a little something to the old carbon footprint. I mean, it's run by electricity. Did you know that his wife, her closet was so big, how big was it? It was so big, they had to install dry cleaner-like systems for her to get her clothes. Y'all been to the dry cleaner? You see all them clothes spinning around when they turn that on? That's what she had in her closet. Also run by a lot of electricity. By the way, your computers, everything that you did, you used electricity. You used a lot of electricity, which is coal. I, I, I applaud you, Mr. Gates. I applaud all these climate change people. I do. And, and I get it. They want to leave the world a better place for their kids and their grandkids and all that kind of stuff while there are assholes like me that just don't give a shit. Because I don't think the world's going to be here in another 50 years. I mean, the, all these crack jobs with nuclear bombs now. But um, you want to leave the world a better place. Okay, that, that, that's fantastic. Do it. Do it, and once again, for the umpteenth billion times, just don't take the stuff that we know that works away until you have all that other stuff figured out completely. We, we've, we've done the story about the how they mine for this cobalt, and it's killing everybody in the Congo. How come Bill Gates ain't talking about that? Why is Elon Musk not talking about that? Now, Elon Musk, I don't know if he really cares about the environment or if he just wants to fucking sell electric weird cars. But I, I want people that are at least legit doing their part. Bill Gates is not doing his part by just funding it. That, that's weak. Oh, I can fund it so I can get away with all this other shit. You're just like fucking every... Rich Democrat that's out there. Oh, the rules don't apply to me. I'm the governor of California. I can go out and when it's a, a pandemic, my winery can be the only one that's open during the pandemic. And you know why? Mainly because I like to drink and I like to get drunk. So um, Clean and sober is one of the biggest damn mistakes this country's ever made. I know it's a hold-your-hand idealistic point of view that somehow magically, I mean, God bless some of you. I, if you're like me, I've been known to have a glass of wine at night watching some of the nightly news. Uh, we all need to self-medicate periodically. Hey, you know, because, you know, sometimes late night I, I like to shoot up heroin watching the nightly news. 
Oh, by the way, I worked on a sound effect yesterday. I know that everybody loved this old sound effect that we had. We found something like, hey, Arnie, there's a, because we got to take a break here. Um, hey, Arnie, there's a brand new donut shop that's opening, and they're offering, you know, six for one donuts. I would say, where's that? Not as good as the old one, but hey, at least we have it now. Passing out hundred dollar bills And it kills and it thrills Like the horns on my Silverado grill And I buy the bar double round a crown And everybody's getting down in this town Ain't never gonna be the same Cause I saddle up my horse And I ride into the city I make a lot of noise Cause the girls they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my own studly road Your Escalator, your Freak Parade I'm the only John Wayne left in this town And I saddle up my horse And I ride into the city I make a lot of noise Cause the girls, they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my old studly Roy And the girls say Save a horse, ride a cowboy Everybody says Save a horse, ride a cowboy That's what she said in the back of my truck bed As I was getting buzzed on suds Out on some backcountry road We were flying high, fine as wine Having ourselves a big and rich time And I was going just about as far as she'd let me go But her evaluation of my cowboy reputation Had me begging for salvation all night long so I took her out gigging frogs Introduced her to my old bird dog And sang her every Willie Nelson song I can think of And we made love And I saddle up my horse And I ride into the city I make a lot of noise Cause the girls, they are so pretty Riding up and down Broadway On my old studly Roy And the girls say Save a horse, ride a cowboy Everybody says
church on a two-lane road Bride and a groom coming out the door White lace dress and a red bouquet Just married written on a blue Chevrolet going to talk I'll ask him about the trade in the NBA and that's about it next week we will talk about these new rules in Major League Baseball that are retarded uh, to, to say it nicely and bluntly they are just absolutely ridiculously retarded time to call Joe um, call Joe Murphy yes that number right there um, <clears throat> it's ringing that's good Hello. Is this the one and only Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy? This is Donner Lake Joe. I mean, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. <laughs> Joe, how you doing today, my friend? Oh, I am doing great. I'm fired up for the Super Bowl. We, man, we have a lot to talk about with football and Super Bowl-wise, but and that's pretty much what we're going to focus on today, uh, even though there's lots of sports stories out there. I just want to get your opinion real quick on the uh, the big trade. I, gee, pardon me. 
So who uh, now, uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, uh, Kevin Durant is now a Maverick. No, no. Kevin Durant is now a Phoenix Sun. Kyrie oh, right, Irving. Phoenix Sun. Yeah. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. The Nets Irving? pretty much traded their entire team away, and 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 it's mind. The NBA is mind-boggling right now. LeBron broke the scoring record the other night in the third quarter and didn't even play in the fourth quarter, and the Lakers lost. Yeah, and you know what else? I the Lakers lost. I know, and he's just he's just running around like me, 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 I, I, I. You know. Uh, and they well, are going to make the playoffs and again. And they lose the game. How much you worry about? Would Kobe have done that? No. no Kobe wouldn't worry about winning the ball game. No, Kobe wouldn't have worried about that. That's why I, I said it yesterday. LeBron James will never be the greatest player of all time because he's never made anybody around him better. He has a guy in Anthony Davis on that team who I fell in love with when he was at Kentucky, and I didn't like a lot of Kentucky players. I liked Anthony Davis. And Anthony Davis has done dick squat in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like you said, I mean, like, you know, Kobe, the legends are the guys, the Kobe's, the, the Shaq's, the, the Jordan. They worry about winning. Yeah. Winning games. They don't care about, you know, uh, whatever it takes. Uh, uh, they can score 12 points and still control the game. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, with passes and assists mm-hmm. and, and free throws and things like that. Uh, but, uh, LeBron, I've never been a big fan of LeBron. Um, and like he's, you said, you know, he's, he's had losing records. I no. mean, how many losing records did, uh, no, 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 no. All you have to do is look at one record and that's four and seven, four and seven in the finals. You know, Michael Jordan never went to a game seven. How impressive <laughs> is that? And, and, and they want to talk about scoring and, and how important scoring is. LeBron James has led the league in scoring once. Jordan did it 10 times. I know, I know. There's How is no there a debate? There's no comparison. I as, mean, uh, as, and I don't know this. Has he ever won Defensive Player of the Year? Because Jordan did. Yep. I mean, yeah. And, and, yeah. Jordan did a few times. Yeah. I think he led the league in steals yeah, a few I mean, times. That's why he was Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's crazy. But uh, so so he he wins. Uh, he's the, the all-time leading skill, uh, scorer. Passes uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Mm-hmm. He got there faster than anybody. Apparently, you know, ten thousand. He got there faster. Twenty thousand faster. No, 30, that's not true. But uh, that's because he's just he's just a, a scorer. Yeah, well, that's all he does. And by the way, uh, I think to get to ten thousand, he's like sixth. Like he was slow to get there. Like Kareem was, uh, Kareem and Jordan are the top two when it comes to getting to like ten. I saw a stat yesterday. It, it was some impressive number, but yeah, it, LeBron was way down on that. So now, where did Russell Westbrook? He ended up. Um, I, I believe he's in Utah now. He is in the uh, Jazz. Yes. Uh, Worst. So yeah, it's huge, it's huge, uh, huge trades. That's crazy. Uh, so we got Kyrie is a Maverick. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. And then who, who's the uh, Phoenix Sun is? Um, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. That that guy weighs about eighty five pounds, soaking wet, but he hits every shot he takes. Yeah. And then and then you got. Uh, by the way, former Longhorn too. By the way, just want to I, I just want to put that out there. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was a Longhorn. Yeah, yeah. He played he played there his freshman year and then got drafted and he's 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 a Longhorn. Yeah, it's, he's pretty damn good. I'll hey, tell you he's that. A yep. He's a pure scorer too, you know. Like, 
That guy's crazy good. Who would you take? Uh, let, let me let me let me ask you this. If, if and you're a betting man, we're going to talk about betting here. Let's let let's play a couple one on one games here. First one on one game, we got um we I, I'll take Kevin Durant against Seth Curry. I'm taking Seth. Are you okay? All right, I would take Durant. I just think I, on a one on one, I just think he he's going to beat him to the bucket and get a few more laps. Then you know Durant's going to be bombing from outside. I mean that that might be a tie, but I'm going to go with Steph just because he plays golf better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, then how about let's see a one on one between um, I, I, I'm I'm going to make this one. It, it, it sounds easy, but it's not. Larry Bird and LeBron James. You know, dang it. You, you know, if I got, you know, people are going to think I'm racist. <laughs> no, I go with Larry. Larry does one-on-one, uh, -on -one, probably LeBron. He's just quicker. He's more athletic. But in a half-court, five-on-five, half-court game, Larry's going to deliver a lot more stuff than LeBron. He's a better shooter. I think they're both. I think Larry's a better rebounder. Oh, God, I think he's yeah. a better passer uh, and almost a better shooter. But, but if they were one-on-one, -on -one, uh, that, you know, it, it would be – I mean, then I'd have to maybe give the nod to LeBron. But yeah. in a half court, you know, five-on-five, uh, five, Larry will demolish you. You you can ask a, uh, Magic, Dominique, uh, those others. Uh, they, they will say, Larry, he'll just, he just does so many things when you're – you know, when uh, he's just like two steps ahead of you. Yeah. Now, you know what? We're gonna cut. We're 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 gonna put a pin in this because I like this one-on-one -on -one game. We can do that when like the NBA All-Star game comes around. And we don't have a lot to talk about. We can do this one-on-one -on -one thing because we got to get to the Super Bowl. We got to talk about the Super Bowl. So, um, have you seen this story about Aaron Rodgers? We got to talk football and, and Super Bowls. Did you see what Aaron yeah. Rodgers is doing this week? So I saw it coming with the man bun and the flip flops, right? You know, and the Hayabusa. He's he, drinking he, that Hayabusa. Yeah, stuff. he's like uh, he's like he's on his way to Woodstock. Hey, hey, Joe, can we drink the Hayabusa stuff? Can we take the what? that? Yeah, this new drink, this Hayabusa. I've not uh, heard of that. It's some kind of fermented drink, I think, and it makes you hallucinate. I don't think that we can take that. I don't think we. can. I don't think we can. Yeah. No, okay. I don't, but, it's, but, it's, it's mind altering. Yeah, we better stay away from that. We probably better stay away from that because, okay. you know, so the, he's going to do the isolation thing where he's like all by himself in the house. No, what? No TV, right? No, no, no radio, no media. No just light. Somebody delivers food every day. No light. It's all dark. Yeah. And he has to wear like he can wear fucking depends, but they have a toilet. But I don't know how you use a toilet in the dark. Yeah, that uh, all dark. Uh, he's gonna. You know what? I'm gonna bet he checks out of there early. Oh, you know what? I, this is what I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers made all that shit up. Aaron Rodgers is probably in fucking Scotland playing golf under a pseudonym. name. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's probably in. Uh, yeah, he's probably like uh, in uh, Dubai. No, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm going like to tell you, you said, exactly. He's trying to get on the live tour or no, whatever. No. You know, Madonna's doing the same thing. Madonna <laughs> is also going to an isolation chamber. And she, but hers is called hell. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I'll tell you exactly where Aaron Rodgers is today. He's hanging out with Cliff Kingsbury in, in Thailand, and they're knee-deep in Thai hookers. 
You yeah, might know the some. The thing of about Thai hookers is that, that they're that they're inexpensive. That's what I like about them. <laughs> and and they're like a box of chocolates because you don't know which one has nuts. Yeah, you never know what you're going to get, and you get a lot of bang for your buck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ayahuasca. Somebody just sent this to me. It is a plant-based synthetic. Uh, it affects all the senses, altering a person's thinking, sense of time, and emotions. They can cause a person to hallucinate, see, or hear things that are not real or don't exist. Yeah, you and I got to stay away from that stuff. The same thing happens to Dallas Cowboy fans. Hey, 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 hey. Whoa, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. No, we got to stay. We definitely have to stay away from that. Hey, hey, hey. Um, all right, so Aaron Rodgers is a fucking weirdo. We, we, we've come yeah. to that conclusion. Yeah, um, he, I, he, I always thought he was pretty solid. I mean, he's a great quarterback, obviously, but he's gotten a little gotten a little uh, quirky, let's say, towards the I, end I, here. I got three words for you. UC Berkeley. That's it. There you go. He went to Cal Berkeley. We figured yep. it out. He's a hippie. Yeah, I went. I went to a game. I went to that game I, when he was quarterback. Nebraska played at Berkeley. I went to the game, and some of the guys at the Berkeley you know, tailgate were at were just. They just kept looking at me, going, "Dude, wh- where are all these people in red coming from? They just keep coming and coming." Oh, they have know? the worst fans. Oh, oh, I I went to a when when I was uh, married to Satana. We went and saw Cal beat the shit out of Tennessee, which was funny because she was a, a Vols fan. Yay, go Vols! Eee! Um, their fans were fucking horrible, and they kicked the shit out of Tennessee, which I found funny. It was the same day that App State beat Michigan at the big house. I remember that. And I remember we were walking out, and these fucking these fraternity boys, fraternity boys always fall for the same fucking gag. They said, oh, you guys went down today. And I said, yeah, just like your mom did last night. And none of them fucking said a peep, and I just kept walking. I, I always tell them to keep it down out there. Your mom's trying to sleep up here. <laughs> All right. So we, we've covered the Aaron Rodgers story. Did you see the story this week that Lawrence Taylor was on a podcast and he announced his top five greatest defensive players? Now, the guys on the podcast put him at number one. And I did it real quick uh, on the show the other day. I don't think I, I, I remember it. But what would who would be your top five defensive players of all time? Okay, well I'm gonna give you uh, okay. I'm gonna give you six and let you take one of them off. Okay, I'll give you because I, 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 I had yeah, to go with six. I an mean, honorable it's so mention. Tough. It's honorable. so tough. Uh, it, it is. Oh, it's fucking. It, I got mine pretty easy though. And and okay. I was one guy off from LTs. I didn't I didn't watch LTs first. I did mine, and I was one guy off from his. Okay, you were one guy. I, I didn't. I didn't see it either. I did see the. I was scrolling through some stuff, and I saw the Lawrence Taylor thing. I did not see his list, but okay. I just. I. I. I, uh, I kind of pulled up some stuff, and I picked my. And, and so, uh, I got to go with prime time. Okay. Okay, Dion. Uh, also on LT's list and on my list. Okay, I got LT on there. Of course, I had him as well. I got Jack Lambert. Mm, okay, very interesting. I got Ray Lewis. Oh wow, okay. And I got Reggie White. There's five. 
The last, the sixth one, I, you, you could th throw one out. I got Ron Woodson because I had to have a, I kind of went by position a little bit. I couldn't narrow okay. it down to five because I got a couple of, you know, DBs in there. Mm -hmm. I got a linebacker or two and then, you know, a defensive end. I mean, you know, I, I, so that's, that's, but it, you know, and then I look at somebody else. You look at, you look at, uh, you know, Bruce Smith or whatever, or, uh, um, yeah, who's the other ones that you know there's so many oh, there's it's so many but okay so the list that lt had was lt was number one number two he had um who do you have oh he had deacon jones number two the old head slap deacon jones yeah i'll swap him for i'll swap him for uh, reggie white go ahead um uh he also had reggie white on the list which I was very – because I put Reggie White on my list as well. Um, the Deacon Jones one was different than mine because I put Dick Butkus instead of Deacon Jones. The last ones he had, he had Dion on there, and I agreed with that one. And the other one that I had, that LT had, was Ronnie Lott. You know, I was that close to putting Ronnie Lott. I think I, when I wrote Ron Woodson, I almost wrote Ronnie Lott instead. Yeah. Because yeah, because Ronnie Lott was you know he was he was the guy that uh, I mean he just popped guys. He was so fast and and a great tackler. He cut off half tackle. of his finger. He cut off half of his finger so he didn't have to miss the playoffs. That's a man. <laughs> that is a fucking man right there. I, yeah. I didn't have a problem. If you want me to put an honorable, man, I have one honorable mention to go to six with yours, which is fair. My honorable mention is Randy White, the manster. Number 54. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. th there wasn't ever a better defensive player for the Cowboys. And we were always known as a defensive team. He was the leader of the doomsday defense. Yeah. And and look at the new guys like J.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's pretty damn good. What about Michael Strahan? How about Mike Singletary? With those eyes, yeah, yeah the samurai. not a great coach, that's for sure. But oh. <laughs> a, a linebacker, that you, you know, you don't want to come across the middle with that that bear uh, roving around there. No, and you brought up Lambert, and I wanted to put Lambert on my list, but I put Butkus there instead. You had Lambert, you had Jack Ham, you had Elsie Greenwood, and of course, you had Mean Joe Green. All those guys were phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, the, the the steel curtain, yeah, yeah. I know it's just it's hard. You know, Dion made the all century team, mm -hmm. so but as a returner, but but you've seen Dion play defense. I mean, he just he there, you there's, some guys get a step on somebody and they're gone. Nope, not on Dion. You're not going to be Dion. He can Dion can miss a little. He'll still catch you. He, yeah, you know. And, and so, see, that was the thing about Dion. Dion shut his half of the field down. A quarterback knew he couldn't throw to that side of the field because Dion was there. That's like me when I go to a nightclub. Exactly. You know, a lot of guys don't send their women over on my side of the club. Yeah, because they know there's a deep dicking that's going to happen from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to get chased down. I'm going to do it like I do. You know, <laughs> then I do my the Murphy shuffle. <laughs> Please, I never want to see that. Stackhart says right. Ray Lewis. It was banned in like 13 countries. Ray Lewis is a great defensive player. I mean, Ed Reed you could put up. You could talk about Ed Reed. Yep, yep, I mean, yep. You could go on all day. I mean, you could talk about, like you said, Singletary. Uh, what about, like I said, Ron Woodson? What was another defensive back that was just – what about uh, 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 
the the Redskin uh, Green. Daryl uh, Green. Daryl Green, fastest man Darryl in the NFL. Green. He was one of the best. Oh, Bubba farted again in here. God damn it, Bubba. Damn it, Bubba. Uh, but you had all these guys. You had great oh, Troy Polamalu. Look, I, I'll bring him up. I, I'm not afraid to bring him up. Troy Polamalu was a fucking stud. There are all these studs that played on defense, and it's tough to rank them down, but I, I think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, I think we got we got a core of about six or seven that, that, that's got to be on there, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, all right. Um, have you been paying any attention to the um, the the Kelsey brothers this week watching the Super Bowl? Well, I just know that that they're the first time. That, okay, we got the first time there's two uh, African American quarterbacks, and we got the first time there's two brothers playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the. I mean, I don't. I, I don't get real excited about it. I just think that you know, it's. I mean, what what is the, the what are they doing? That's uh, so, are they doing something stupid? Well, no. I mean, it, it's really a cool story if you think about it. The 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 one brother he plays for the Eagles. He's an off. He's the center. And then you got Travis Kelsey, the all-world tight end from Kansas City. And they do a podcast together, and they're pretty funny together. I, I'll give them that. And and this whole Super Bowl week, it's the first time, like you said, the brothers are playing. And their mom's involved. She's got a jersey that's half Eagles, half, you know, Kansas City. And they asked her who she's rooting for, and she had the greatest answer ever, the offense, because both her sons are on the offense. Um, right. I like well, it. Well, you said the brothers are playing. I thought you were talking about uh, <laughs> talking about Jalen Hurts and. Uh, <laughs> but you meant you meant the, yeah, the, the biological brothers. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Not oh. not not the soul brothers, but the the biological brothers. Okay. I think it's a good story, but I think it's going. I, I think it's going to mutter down the Super Bowl. Is and look, I'm not excited about the broadcast team of Greg Olson and whoever that twat waffle is with him. I know, but, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, me and you both know, you and I, excuse me, you and I both know that the press looks for any stupid thing and they just pounce on it and they make a big deal out of stupid nothing stuff. Right. All the time, you know. Oh, and they do, especially this week. I mean, this week is the, the amateur's guide for fucking press events. I don't even watch the media day highlights anymore because they're so stupid. And these players have to go and sit through all this bullshit for the biggest event in football, the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, we call it the bowl of superness because we don't want to get in trouble. But, um, you know, a lot. I still love the game. I still I still participate in the the uh, the the food. We'll have to talk about food here in a second too about the Super Bowl. And real quick, would you rather have? Would you rather see an interview from Chris Collinsworth or from the the Mexico Guillermo from the Jimmy Kimmel do an interview? Probably Guillermo. Guillermo would be better, but it, 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 <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. You know, I, I mean, it it they've turned it into such a circus. And and the Super Bowl used to be great because it was the two best teams and they'd play. And now it's just, you know, hey, we're going to have Shakira doing the pre-pre-pre-game show. The pre-game show, think, I think, starts at, what, 4 a.m.? Yeah, you know? yeah. In Hawaii, it's like the night before. So, yeah, <laughs> it gets going pretty early. It's, like, it's just crazy. It gets earlier and earlier every year. 
you know, yeah, it, it's nuts with the shows. And then there's the Super Bowl experience, don't forget. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Have to have the Super Bowl experience. And this year it's in Arizona where they're also playing the Waste Management Tournament, which they do every year that coincides with the Super Bowl. But it happens to be right down the road. Tournament, it's always the most gentlemanly played golf tournament. There's oh, yeah. no yelling or screaming there at all. Yeah, on whole six. And by the way, I've played that course. Let, let, me, let me tell you something. All that shit you see around 16 there with the thousands of people jumping up and screaming. That shit all gets torn down on Monday. 16 is a 138-yard par 3 that's fucking boring as shit. So, yeah. Uh, so it, it, I'm excited about it, of course, because it is the bowl of superness. But, man, oh, man, they have really drenched it down. It, and even it, it, this is, I can't believe they did this story. Hotel prices have gone up more than 200% this week. Um. Well, what did you think was going to happen? I, I, I mean, that's the biggest Duh. in the world. I mean, you know, you know what's even worse than that? Of course, they go. Now, I don't know if you'd rather be out 17 at the celebrity golf tournament where they can put the basketball uh, yeah. court up, you know, and they, they throw footballs to the, all yep. the people in their boats on Tahoe. And uh, that's a good or Or like you said, 16 out here in Phoenix. Uh, people get, uh, they just love that and they go crazy for that. Um, you know, and things, and the prices go up. Some, there are people that are paid, I saw the other day, $50,000 courtside seats Thursday night for the Laker game. Whoopsie daisy, a little too late. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, those fuckers. <laughs> that's fucking great. Oh, my God. Oh, whoopsie. Hey, you yeah, get to I see saw him. the other day. I saw that somebody paid like 50 grand for some courtside seats for Thursday. And, uh, and, uh, well, you, you, not even, you, you, like you said, he checked out after the third quarter. So yeah. that's a, you know, it's all called investing. And that's a bad, that was a bad investment because, but, uh, uh, would, would you, have you ever been to that tournament, the waste management tournament? Uh, I've never been. No, I, I don't like going to golf tournaments to walk around it because I want to play too bad. Like I, I can never go to the masters cause I'll get kicked off cause I'll play number 12. Um, but, but yeah, I've played the course. I played that course. I played the Tahoe course. I played sawgrass, uh, the 17, the Island green. I, I played those courses and it, they're 17 at sawgrass is exactly what you you feel there's there's no people around there but man hitting that ball over the water there it, it's just it, it's awesome uh the the place edgewood up in tahoe i gotta say they're real proud of themselves they're they real proud for what they charge to play there and you really only see the lake on three holes Right. Not, 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 I think it's about 250 for a 18 yeah at least i know it was 275 two years oh. ago and and i look it's a beautiful golf course, well manicured. They take great care of it, but it ain't worth no two hundred and seventy-five dollars. Well, I'll tell you right now, you play five at Washoe Golf Course. You're going to be on Plumas Lane most of the time. <laughs> I I have been there too. You know what's interesting about that golf course? What's that? Ben Hogan won a tournament there. They had a PGA really? tournament there, and Ben Hogan won a tournament at that course. I believe Badger Vance finished second. Yes, indeed. All right, back to the uh, the bowl of superness. Now, have you decided on what your menu is that day? 
Well, I have had several chefs come in and present what they would like, and I, you know, I've, I've dismissed Gordon Ramsay. I just threw him out of here, but a couple hours ago, okay. he came up with some type of uh, sushi thing, and I, I threw him out of here. Mm. I said, "What are you, you know, what you know, serve tea with that too? You Brit, get out of here." Um, I'm gonna go with what I use. Obviously, you gotta go nachos. Okay, solid pick, solid, solid start. You gotta go down. Uh, I, 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 I love a, a good taco bar. Okay, I like where you're headed. I like the south of the border style here. Yeah, uh, bratwurst. Oh, hey, now we're gonna we're gonna get some European influence going here. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to expand. That's why we, we're going south of the border, of Mexico City, and then Europe. You know, we'll be yeah. playing Europe every. Uh, I'm sure the Polish team will be great, but. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I like I like you know some kind of dog. You gotta have some kind of dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta have some nachos. And and I love my my mom always had like a I I guess you could call it a charcuterie type of deal sure, with the sure. salami, the cheese, right? And, and that starts early. The chips, salami, cheese. You start dipping that early, and uh, uh, it's a great day for food. It's also the biggest day for domestic violence yeah, every very year. True. So. Very, very true. Uh, lots of people get it, that's a sad part of the day is that, that that is a true fact and it's so sad. Um, so this year for me I'm in a conundrum. I, I'm going to have to go shopping in the next couple of days. I'll probably go shopping a little bit today. Because we just got this, uh, I, I love Dickie's Barbecue. Like, like Dickie's is like, it, it, it's kind of like the McDonald's of barbecue. But it's good. It, 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 I like Dickies a lot, and they have this uh, this uh, jalapeno cheddar uh, Polish sausage that's the best I've ever had. So we picked up one of those. We're gonna. I'm gonna make that. I think on Sunday. I'm gonna have some of that. But I'm. I'm. I really want potato skins. I have a hankering for potato skins, and like tostada nacho type deals. I, I just have that feeling this year. Instead of doing the tater tot nachos like I've done in the past. You, I, you, potato skin. Now, is that a tough to prepare those your potato skins? Well, I think that the fine folks at TGI Friday sell a frozen version of them, and I've had their frozen wings, and they're not bad. And I can handle frozen. Otherwise, the potato skins are a lot of work. That's a lot of work that I don't want to do. If you make them from scratch, then they can be really good, like yeah. you said in there. And, and everything, and anything you do, uh, you know, if you just, you know, fry it or put it in an oven, you know, throw the microwave, put it in the garage for Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> okay, I don't want anything out of the microwave. Um. All right. So we we've got our, our meal plans all set. What now, are you doing? What are you serving? Oh, I'm I'm I want to do the uh, the 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 potato skin. Look, I, I'm gonna keep the microwave going because the potato skins I want. That's for sure. The, the Polish sausage, that's going to happen. I'm going to have to have that. Um, there's going to have to be some sort of dip. And I saw this new Texas trash dip that you make with bean dip and enchilada sauce and all this kind of stuff. Maybe have some of that with some Fritos scoops. I think, and, and, and plenty of Dr. Pepper. I think, plenty I think of, that's good. Plenty of Dr. Pepper, plenty of soda. Plenty, you've got you've to you've serve everything. You may have Mormons at your party. Maybe. You may have Hebrews. You may have Christians. You've got to be able to serve everybody something that they enjoy. Uh, so what I like to do, but uh, let me ask you, 
I'm a spinach dip guy. What's your favorite dip? I like I like the spinach dip, but you know what? I'm I'm very old school. I'm very plain. French onion dip. French onion dip. Yeah, boy, that goes far with me. I like that a lot. Okay. Now, now here's another one that you, if you're going to a party and you don't mind doing the work, deviled eggs. Hey now, hey now uh, with some deviled eggs. Yeah, I love the deviled eggs. Love them, mm-hmm. but you know what? You just don't do them on July Fourth when there's no tent up. You know, and the, oh, the deviled eggs have been out here for like six hours. Go hey, ahead and have still a good. couple of those, and they're we'll see you good. at the hospital. But I love a nice cold deviled egg oh, with that. Man. What do they sprinkle on the top of those? A you know, like make them perfect. Yeah, a little paprika on top of that. Paprika. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love a deviled egg. Yeah. yeah, that that that's good stuff right there. See, I'll take that over a chartreuse board. You bring that over instead of the salami and ham, I'm loving you even more because you brought over. And, 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 you know, you don't want to be the guy that eats all the deviled eggs, so you kind of got to go over there slyly and go, because you can eat them in one bite. You just go, Hoomp. <laughs> I'd like to take two, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, so you have to have some sort of dip, whether it's cold or hot. You got to have some sort of dip. You got to have chips. Uh, hot dogs are a thing not for, for Super Bowl Sunday. Do not do hot dogs. Pizza, it, that that's for later in the night when you're really drunk watching the Super Bowl. It, that's for that. Yeah. Like like the domestic violence, uh, <laughs> not that it's the same thing, obviously, but uh, maybe it's, uh, they fight over the pizza. It's also the biggest pizza delivery day of the year. Mm. Um, all right. Now, let's start getting into it. The Super Bowl will be Sunday, 6.30 Eastern time, meaning 3.30 on the West Coast, 5.30 here in Texas. Pre-game on Fox starts at 1 o'clock. Your time. Uh, the, uh, I think these are all Eastern times. Um, wow. 5.30 Central kickoff, 4.30 Montana, and 5, 3.30 Pacific time. 1.30 p.m. Hawaiian time. So that's where it is. The Super Bowl is at uh, in Phoenix, where the Arizona Cardinals play. Dumpy-ass, crappy stadium. Um, it'll yeah. be on the University of Phoenix. They've got a great athletic program. <laughs> they there. do. They do. They're worldwide. Uh, it's on Fox. It's the Eagles. It's the Chiefs. Now, before we get into the bets and all that kind of stuff, this year's national anthem will be sung by Chris Stapleton, country artist. And the halftime show will be Rihanna. What are your thoughts, Joe? Does she do diamonds in the sky? I, I'm not. I, maybe I don't know. Well, what's funny about that is you know Rihanna in like 2019 was asked to do it, opted out to this in solidarity with Colin Kaepernick. Right, right, right. Right, and now she's Colin Kaepernick has said, okay, and like you know, like he's the savior. And okay, it's okay to perform at the Super Bowl. Thanks, Colin. Um, that you allow us to uh, play at the Super. Rihanna's. I mean, she hasn't. She hasn't. We haven't seen her. She hasn't been around since like 2016. Nothing out of her. She's obviously. She's a great singer. It's about 12 to 14 minutes. I mean, it's just. It's a huge production. Obviously, mm-hmm. I just hope there's a wardrobe malfunction. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go ahead and say it right now. Um, I think it'll be one of the worst performances ever at a Super Bowl. Really? I, I do. I just because who's Rihanna? I, I mean, know. I, I mean, I, mean I, I don't mean to be 
be mean like that, but Rihanna hasn't been relevant in four or five years, it's six years. And I know that they bring people like the, 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 you know, the, 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 the fucking the who and all those crappy bands that they brought back, but at least they had hits and people knew who they were. Rihanna is like, yeah. when you asked me that, about that song, I didn't know if you were joking or not. Cause I don't know any Rihanna songs. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I don't know. All. I get one or two. You know, I mean, if they had somebody like, uh, uh, let's say, they were able to get like an Adele, people would really get fired God up. God damn though, you! You know, know I you mean, know the rules of the show. Come on. I would be more. I would be more excited about Adele than I would Rihanna. Oh, you said it again. Come on. Hello. Yes, hello, Adele. How are you? It's me. No, I don't want to meet you. Thank you, though. I appreciate that. Yes, Joe, every time that word is said on this show, she just appears magically. I know it does appear. You know what? From here on out from the show, go easy on me, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, other well, I want th- you to know because there is an alternative because that is the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that I will be live streaming. I'm still working on the, the specifics. The uh, Lake Tahoe Joe Super Bowl Android halftime show. Okay, fantastic. This will be live streamed at Lickety Splits, the mm. Bada Bing, Porkings, oh, and the Lambda 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 House at Adams College. Nice. I like that. The Lambda Lambda yeah. Lambda House. The Trilabs, those are the good people. Oh, man. So I'm going to do that show, and I got a whole lineup of, of, of great, great, great performers. Please, but, uh, please, uh, please email me with that so I can link it to all my social medias for you. We're calling it Sodom and Gomorrah Palooza. Okay. <laughs> Features Rob Reiner with DJ oh, Putin. Man. Wow, DJ Putin, you got him, huh? Yeah, Tim Jong. We got Bashir Assad wow. and the Aleppo Blues Band. Man, oh man, I tell you what, that is going to be some halftime show that you're putting together. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie Ike, Asshole, and Dawn. And that is going to be with uh, uh, that's called Snooze of Palooza. Okay, uh, that, that, that's the front stage, that's not the main stage. No, that's the, that's the side stage. That's over at the rib cook-off, right? <laughs> okay, now, enough of this foolery. Yeah. Um, let's let's get down to some of these bets. Uh, now, Joe, I have a wager for you. Not really okay. a wager, but bragging rights. I, I destroyed you in the regular season. I know you did. I mean, I, I, I absolutely, I, 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 it was unbelievable. How about we go double or nothing? Winner, winner take all. Winner take all. I've got three things here uh, of picking. And then we get to pick one bet each from the bet sheet you sent me. And we'll talk about a bunch of these bets. Um, but, like, uh, what will be more, the Lakers and Warriors points or Jalen Hurts passing yards? So the Lakers and Warriors are playing that day, correct? I believe so. Or, yeah, that's my favorite. Okay, I, this is the thing is like it's like an inch thick of bets. It's oh, yeah. every possible thing. I I, ha- I I took a picture of about eighteen pages, but the last one is my favorite. That's the one I sent you because it's the one that's the most fun. Because 
you know, there's there's so many uh, so many different different bats. I mean, you should see this thing. And I made sure I went down last night and I grabbed it to make sure I had it. Uh, just you, you can't even get to it. I mean, but the last page is great. So, um, which one? Which one do you like? Um, I'm looking here. I, I... I, I want to pick one that I can get. Uh, what will be more, Steph Curry's made threes or total sacks? I mean, that, that's that's an interesting one. Um, what will uh, what will be more, SMU Wichita State men's points or Patrick Mahomes' fast first half passing yards? These are all <laughs> fantastic. Uh, yeah, I have the one I want to bet on. I know the one I want to bet on. Let me get my pen. Go ahead. All right. And this will go, and I have the, the other three that we have on top here. It's at the very bottom left of your page that you sent me. The Flyers' goals versus Eagles' sacks. Wow. So the Flyers' Eagles' sacks. So now that means the Eagles got a sack. I mean, or, or is it is it Jalen Hurts getting Sack, no, 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 it... it's the Eagles sacking Patrick Mahomes. Right, that's what I, that's what I thought So you, which right. one will be more? I am going to go with Flyers goals. I kind of like that. Arnie going with Flyers goals. Okay. Uh, yeah, I... The one I kind of like, and I'm not going to tell you my serious one. I mean, these ones are just, they're, they're, this is this is why you gamble. You know, you take 10 bucks, you go down, you bet a couple of these. Because you can't parlay these kind of bets because they only let you bet. Because there are certain, you go through this, there are certain bets that if one of them hits, it's automatically some other ones are going to hit. Right. So they won't let you parlay them. Um, but I like, I like to put a little hoops in there with it. Okay. So, boy, I, I'm going to go with LeBron James's points, rebounds, and assists over Jalen Hurts' rushing yards. Because I think LeBron is going to score. Uh, LeBron's going to score like 35. He's going to have like 10 rebounds. That's 45. Just so he's going to have 50. 50, and, uh, and I don't think uh, Jalen's going to get uh, much rushing gun that day. Uh, okay, more than Hurts. I'm taking the LeBron over the Jalen Hurts okay, rushing gun. Okay, I like that. LeBron's I like that a triple lot. triple-double over the or triple-single, whatever he does that day. I'm going to take that over Jalen Hurts rushing yard. Okay. All right, I've got Flyers goals. You've got LeBron. Are there any yep. other on here that you, you, you like? I, I mean, there's one. I just saw one. Um, um, where, there's one with Rory McIlroy. Oh, oh, what will be more? Rory McIlroy's four, fourth round birdies or total punts? Rory McIlroy's fourth round birdies. Okay, so you got, you got 18 holes. Let's say he birdies six of them, Max. Okay, so he shoots 66. Well, not necessarily. He could bogey a few, so I don't care what he shoots, but he he could have a triple bogey or whatever. You know, he's got to have. So he says he has six birdies. Uh, I think they're they're going to be more than six punts. Well, that's a tough. See, and that's why I like that one. That's one you have to sit there and you go, "Wow, man, that's something to think about right there." You know, because I always equate it six birdies equals sixty-six. But you bring up the great point of triple bogeys and double bogeys and things like that. 
And uh, guys can birdie six, seven holes and still shoot even par. So um, I, I also like Daytona 500 cautions versus the distance of the first da- first touchdown scored. Wow. That, 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 I haven't even found that one yet. That's on but. the very bottom right hand. That that one's next to the Flyers-Eagles goals. Um, yeah, like if, if so if there's 14 cautions in the Daytona 500 and the, the, the first touchdown was scored by two yards, you win if you bet Daytona. Yeah, that I mean that you know there's going to be some blowouts and there's going to be some, some ones that uh, you there's going to be the it's, it's the sportsbook loves this because there's guys that look at these 175 bets or whatever and they're like this is a no-brainer or whatever and they just love that because you know uh, that's how they make money these people just the volume 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 just everybody betting on just ridiculous things like this um, and I mean if you bet. The first, what's the first score of the game going to be? It's like plus money. It's like plus three dollars right. and something for a field goal. Oh Isn't yeah, a field goal always usually the first score. <laughs> and I heard that uh, I don't know if it's back on there, but they used to be able to bet on the coin toss, and then they took it off because that's not a sporting event. Well, and, and it, it's not a sporting event, but neither you know, it's the the. the like in in the UK, they can bet on the Oscars and things like that. Here, it it, it has to be something that it, that is not pre. You know, they already know. You know, the law firm of or the accounting firm of whoever knows who won Best Actor before the envelope is done. Somebody already knows. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas in, in in sports betting here, especially Nevada, uh, well now it's everywhere. But uh, it has to be on something that that that. Nobody knows. It has yet to be done. Nobody's standing with an envelope and knows who won. Well, this there, thing, there's you know? one thing that they could do, and I know it's still bet on, is the length of the national anthem. Wow. You used to be able to bet on the length of the national anthem, and I think they wised up because a lot of the national anthems have been recorded. And can you imagine being the recording guy and you see on a fucking bet sheet? Hey, the national anthem is going to be over three minutes. You're like, oh, no, it's not. I know exactly how long that motherfucker is. Yeah, I'm betting we're everything. Gonna, we're going to play that thing at the 78 RPM <laughs> instead of 33 RPMs. We'll make sure you get that one in. Yeah. It's like it's like when they it's like when they put sponges in the horses' noses at the racetrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that always works out well. Um, <laughs> That's been done before. That's really cruel, but oh, it's been it done is. before. It One is. thing that, uh, but, but uh, going back to the field goal, like you know, the first, well, the first score of the game be a field goal. Then you can go to who will score the first points in the game. Yeah. Well, it's the kicker, and it's even a bit, it's even a bigger win. So I mean, if you're gonna, you know, you, I mean, plus there's there's two of them. You gotta, you know, you can bet who's a field goal is gonna be the first score or not, uh, or you can take the kicker. You know, and, and you get even you get even more. But my pick, my solid pick for these props, they call these proposition bets or whatever, is I they have these alternate uh, point spreads you can have like mm-hmm. uh, uh, for the game like you know, the Eagles minus six and a half. You can get all kinds of. Mine is the uh, point spread Chiefs minus three and a half for every buck you win a buck seventy five. The Chiefs minus three and a half in that game, just because this is you know they're they're the two best teams in the NFL. 
the Chiefs could win this game. I don't like the half on there, but uh, you know, if you bet the uh, the Chiefs to cover the spread, which is basically nothing, you for every a, a dollar ten you bet, you win a dollar. Mm-hmm. For every hundred and ten you bet, you win a hundred. If the Chiefs can win by three and a half in the Super Bowl, for every buck or every hundred you win one hundred seventy five. So you know, it's just it's something to that's that's my kind of the one I if I bet. Uh, well, big money. You know me. I got a bankroll. I don't choke a racehorse. Yes. Oh, I, I know. I know. So let's get, let's get down to the game. The Chiefs and the Eagles, both teams ended up 14-3, and three, best two teams in football. Um, the, the Eagles right now, I, I have, they are at a one and a minus one and a half points, the over-under is 51. What do you think about the game before you make the pick, Joe? Oh, man. Um, the, the one thing you go is that, that a lot of, you know, some games, you know, so the nerves are going to be big. Guys start off, you know, the, the nerves are big, a couple of incomplete passes, things like that. Then guys settle down. And then these said there's been Super Bowls that uh, they just they just fly over, that, that over. Um, I like... I'm going to be rooting. I hate to tell you this, but I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles. Okay. But but I'm going to. That's why I'm going to bet on that one I told you. Because uh, if I lose, then uh, I might win some money. I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles. I think because I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I really am. Um, that kid. Uh, he's just a stud. He, he he probably should get MVP. I think this year. Oh. So I do like him. Um, so I, 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 it's almost like it said, if you're going to win the game, you got to win by one anyway. So one and a half is nothing. So it's basically who's going to win the game. I like the Eagles. Okay. All right. That's a, a great pick. Look, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously. There's nobody on that team I like. I don't even like the damn Kelsey brother on that team. Uh, I, I, I can't stand anyone. Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma so he can kiss my ass. Um, yeah, he's probably going to be the MVP this year. Eh, whatever. Uh, I I don't really care for Patrick Mahomes, but I still don't have the same disdain for him that I do that that Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma. Um, I I think the Chiefs' offense is just too. I I think it's it's just too unpredictable and it's too good, and they're all on the same page. I'm taking the Chiefs because I think they'll win. And secondly, because I hate the Eagles. Right, and I knew you did. Who's a better tight end, Kelsey or Tony or Gonzalez? I got to stick with Tony Gonzalez still. Me, me too. I mean, I I mean, so I mean too. I'm, and I'm not taking like, anything Kelsey away. Kelsey kills you every game. He kills him. He's just he's on it. I mean, I mean, you got to throw Gronk in that conversation. That's a great conversation to have. The greatest tight end. I mean, we had one in Dallas named Jay Novacek, but you got George Kittle. You got Shannon Sharp. I mean, tight ends. Right, right. Tight ends have been it great. Was what, uh, the Winslow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly Winslow. Good. Yeah. All right. Now, there are two more things in here. So, we have our wild and crazy bets. We just picked our games. I want to know what you think the final score of this Super Bowl game will be, my friend. The over-under is 51. I got 49 and a half there. So let's just, let's for all intents and purposes, let's say 50 okay. for me and you. 
Now, we're not doing over-under. I want what you think the score is going to be. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Eagles, 31-28. 31-28 Eagles. Okay. Um, I have it 35-24 Chiefs. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. And the last thing that we're going to pick here. Who is the Super Bowl MVP? Boy. Super Bowl MVP ends up being... Who's their running back again? Um, No, I don't know anything about that. I don't even know that. You know, it's like, when did they they start calling a a linebacker or defensive end the edge? When did Mm -hmm. that start? (laughs) I, who's on the edge? Who's got yeah. the edge? I'm going to go Jalen Hurts, MVP. Jalen Hurts, okay. Not a bad pick. I'm going to blow your mind. You ready? I'm ready. Travis Kelsey, MVP. He, yeah, that's a great pick, too, because that guy just, he just hurts you every time. I and, mean, and, I mean, this story about him and his brother, oh, he's in the forefront. All he has to do is have a decent game. That motherfucker's got MVP wrapped up. Yeah, just a decent game. And you know they're going to go to him. They're going to go to him. They're going to find that guy mm-hmm. uh, a lot. He, he's not afraid to go over the middle. As I hate to tell people, but if you go over the, when you go over the middle in the NFL, you better be prepared to get your, your uh, bell rung. Oh, you know, oh, amen over that. the middle like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough. It's not the little league anymore. No. <laughs> those guys, are, those guys can hit pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, so uh, those guys that guy can angry. do it. Kittle, he's like a kittle to me too. You know, but I like that pick. It's going to be one of those two. I think. I think. Yeah, I, 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 th- I can see. I, and I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Mahomes win it, or something like that, because I mean, he is the quarterback. But I'm going to go with Kelsey. I'm going to go with Kelsey in this one. And there you go. There is all of our Super Bowl picks, Joe. Did we leave anything out? Wow, that's great. And the, oh, here we got now the Super Bowl MVP. Let me just give you the odds real quick. Mahomes is uh, bet a buck, win a buck thirty. You said Travis Kelsey seventeen to two. Ooh. So every two bucks you bet, you win seventeen. I like it. I like it a lot. Wow. And uh, I mean, where is where is uh, Jalen? Jalen, wow. Jalen Hurts should be even money. Dude, I, I, I don't even see him here. Let me see. Gay, Gay we got Bell, Kemp, Gray. They don't I have Hurts on Hertz, there? Mahomes, Pacheco. McKin- yeah, that's Jalen Hurts. Uh, five to four. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah that's no, about right. Yeah, you you bet four to win five. Yeah. So he's almost even money, like you said. That's yeah. a good call. Arnie. Yeah, that 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 one's a no brainer. I'm surprised it took you that long to find that. That one, him and Mahomes should be at the very top of the list. I mean, they're fucking quarterbacks. Right. Well, no, they're on there. I I was thinking they were going in order of the the odds, but they're. Mm. I think it's uh, alphabetical, but remember, I'm halfway through my Evelyn Wood speed reading class, so I haven't got it down yet. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, hey, uh, I'm going to let you go, but uh, enjoy the Super Bowl or the Bowl of Superness this weekend. Uh, I look forward to chatting with Oh, next week, Joe. 
You know, we got pitchers and catchers reporting next week. We got to talk about these new rules in Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'll be down in Yuma. Okay, good, good, good. You, you, you're bringing your radar gun? Or is this no, a I'm, bringing my, I'm bringing my right arm and my curveball. Okay, all right. That's what I like to hear, my friend. I, I play softball down there. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, pal. I hey. appreciate you calling me. I appreciate being on the show. I can't wait. What are you doing for Valentine's Day real quick? <laughs> Nothing with you, my friend. Nothing at all Damn with it. you. I was hoping for something romantic. You know, <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. I'll talk to right, you next buddy. week, buddy. Oh, Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. You got to love that son bitch. It works.
And as any good journalist, and there are none, but as any journalist that works today, you have to come up with a name for this. And the Arnie State Show has come up with a name for this, ladies and gentlemen. The name is Wienergate 2022. Oh, we needed that louder there. We need to. Wienergate 2022. Much better. Much better. Women's sports advocate Riley Gaines, a former swimmer at the University of Kentucky, is calling on the NCAA to establish separate locker rooms for transgender athletes competing in female sports after she and her teammates were forced to undress in front of University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas after a meet last year where Leah Thomas dropped her drawers and uncovered her, I don't know what to call it, Uh, her twig and berries, her nuts and bolts, her cock and balls, what have you. (laughs) Young Riley says, we were not forewarned beforehand that we would be sharing a locker room. We did not give our consent. They did not ask for our consent. But in that locker room, we turned around, and there's a six-foot-four man dropping his pants and watching us undressed. And we were exposed to male genitalia. I'm going to try to be calm here. Having a rudder in women's swimming is cheating. (laughs) I'm going to try to remain calm. But I know that every father out there to a daughter, I can feel your rage starting to bubble. Um... I don't know how far this is going to go. And, and I mean that ass family. Usually I'm pretty good at, at seeing things and, and, and when the stupidity ends. It, it, man, this has been a downer show. I got to say, this has been a tough one. 
Uh, Tucker has an hour-long interview with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Watch it. It's funny. I, I've heard that the Hacksaw Jim Duggan interview was great. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Um, we can laugh and we can have fun and we can joke about the whole transgender stuff. Um, but it's not going anywhere. And that has me a tad bit concerned. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mm-hmm. There you go. Mage is here. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. Sorry I'm late. Had to take my kid to doctor appointment. Had the worst nurse. I almost hit her. So the Japanese word of the day is... Tageki Shofu, translation, insufferable whore. Who is Shofu whore? You, 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 robust, you, you, robust Shofu? You donkey whore? Oh, donkey whore. I need to learn that phrase. Um, <clears throat> now, back to the uh, fun and fun and see, see, I can, I can go from serious to fun, back to serious. Uh, Alicia's a great nurse. What are you talking about? <laughs> They'll have to take my cock out of my cold, dead hand. Um, so now, you dads out there, you parents out there, I want you to think about this because it's already affected the high school level when it comes to track and field. It will happen to volleyball. Shofu is whore and robo-shofu is donkey whore. Robo-shofu! I'm writing that one down. God damn it. Robo-shofu. Roba Shofu. You are a Roba Shofu. You are a donkey whore. That's gold, baby. Mage, you have made my insult game so much better. Um, I want you to know. Uh, I could only I I could only imagine what it would be like if my daughter. Arnett came home at 13 or, or 15 years old, 15, 16 years old, and said, Daddy, today, in, in, today was the first day of swim team, and uh, there was a boy in there, and he took off his clothes in front of me. Now, what, pray tell, is going to stop me from going down to that school and cutting everyone's head off? The, the, the answer is nothing. I don't want my daughter changing in the same room with a 15 or 16-year-old boy who thinks they're a girl. I can appreciate the fact that they're going through this hard time and this decision in life and all this bullshit that goes along with this mental fucking handicap. But no. And, and, and this is something that I'm trying to help someone with uh, that, that's going through this. Do you know why dads are so protective of their daughters? It's not because they really like their daughters, because, I mean, ask every dad. They'd rather have a son. But they are there to protect their daughters. They love their daughters. And they know what boys are like. Why? 
Because we were all boys once. This is why I always call bullshit on people who called out the president who said he'd grab him by the pussy. Oh, I've never heard another man say that. Bullshit. We, we all know, look, look. What's one of my main rants that I go on about sending dick pics? Or sending naked photos to your boyfriend? All his friends have seen them. Why? Because that's what dudes do. If you're not in a totally committed, pretty much married relationship, he ain't gonna. He married guys won't show off their nudes unless they don't like their wife. But this this is absurd that we're going to allow teenage boys who are going through so many weird hormones as it is to be in the same locker room as teenage girls who are going through the exact same thing. I make sure to do the presidential thing to my wife. There you go. And what happened? I mean, I mean, see, in the, here's, the, here's the shitty part of this story, is that once again, once again, they don't ask the follow-up question. When this young girl is talking about, well, they didn't forewarn us that he was going to be in there, and then all of a sudden he dropped his pants, and he's watching us undress. You know the first question I'm going to ask, right? Well, well, were, were we mourning the death of an American icon, or was it full staff? Was it at 6, or was it at midnight? I'm asking you, was he aroused? Because I'm telling you right now, that's going to be the dead giveaway. <laughs> oh, I'm transgender. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. But I'm still attracted to women. Remember, that's what Caitlin told us. Caitlin said that I'm, I'm a woman now, but I'm attracted to women. Well, if you're going through that transition and you're attracted to women, guess what's going to happen? Boy, yo, 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 Uh, no more locker rooms or restrooms, just a bunch of 10-foot square rooms with a door, sink, and toilet. Go in fucking alone and do whatever you need to do in private. I got divorced and still didn't share her nudes. Yeah? Uh, he definitely ain't talking about me. It's a, a doctor's office. Mage is probably talking about the medical assistant. I'm still a man and still attracted to women. Give him the uh, unit test like Gregory Hines had to do in History of the World Part 1. By the way, History of the World Part 2 is coming out on Hulu here soon. It's going to be like a four-night event. I remember my parents took me to that movie. I haven't seen that movie since they took me to it. Walnut Twin Theater in Garland, Texas. Same place where I saw Smoking the Bandit. Um, once again, I, I started the show with this question. Why is there a war against women? I, I am a very, and, and, and by the way, I'm about to do the Madonna story and how she's come out and she says, oh, people are making fun of me because of ageism and misogyny. Well, I, I'll be the first one to tell you that there aren't many more misogynistic people than me. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm not afraid. I am the definition of toxic masculinity. 
And for that, I say you're welcome. And when I say I'm more misogynistic, I'm in it in a comedy way. See, we've talked about businesses on this show, about not serving to certain people, and I don't understand that because it's a business and you want to make money, you want to have the most customers available. This is what I don't understand about these people that are sexist that say, oh, women can't do a man's job. Now, physically, we can have a long conversation about that. We're not, though. We're going to talk about the the, the blue coll- the white-collar jobs. Why do women get paid less than men? If I had a company and a woman could run the company better than a man and more efficiently than a man, I'm going to pay her what that man was going to make, and I want her to run my company. I want her to be happy because she's running my company. I don't understand this war on women. And I, I, I get the toxic masculine, the masculine guys that want to hold women down because they think women are less. I don't get it. I, I just don't understand. I, I've never understood this fucking hiring policy that we have to fill quotas. To me, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Do you tell private businesses like the NFL, no, you have to have these rules in place where you have to have, well, I don't want that person running my team. The person I want running my team, I know who it is. I like their work style. I'm going to hire them. I have to interview these other people. Why am I wasting their time? Why am I having a guy fly into Dallas from Seattle to interview for a job he has no chance at getting? So I can fill a quota, so we can all feel good about this, even though everybody knew I was going to hire this other guy. We do these mind-numbing games to ourselves, all in, in the order to feel better. Once again, fuck your feelings. And when I say I'm misogynistic, I'm misogynistic because I still open doors. I still say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, thank you, ma'am, to any woman, any age. My mom raised me to help her with her coat on when she got out uh, of, or when we got done at dinner or whatever, and help her with her coat on, pull her chair out for her. And if, if that was required to do still, I would be happily able to do it. But that's misogynistic. So if you're going to say that's misogynistic, then I might as well go full bore and make jokes about women. So that's what I do. I don't understand the war on women. You see, when I make fun of women, if I make fun of you, that is the total show that I respect you and I want you to be a part of my conversation. I'm letting you in that way. It's a harsh way to get in, but it's my acceptance. If you can take it, and hopefully you can give it back, that's my acceptance. Now, if you're one of these people that, and it's happened before, happened a long time ago when I got a car door for a a gal on a date, and she goes, I can get my own goddamn car door. I said, well, you can get out of the fucking car then. I wasn't putting her down. I wasn't saying that she... 
couldn't get the door for herself. These militant females that have been out there that have brainwashed so many women into thinking that it's not right for a man to do pleasant things for a woman. See, we've blurred the lines so much now that we're allowing men into women's locker rooms based on a feeling they have. I'd like to see what the percentage of, because we've done a lot of stories about these people who have uh, have uh, transitioned back or retransitioned. I'd like to know what the percentage of that is when it comes to people transitioning and going through the surgery and then retransitioning. I'd like to see what those numbers are, and then we can have an actual talk about it and go, well, this is kind of fucked up. Mm. That's why the new California law of having uh, X amount of women in big companies because it's been proven that having women in these positions makes the company more money. If that were the case, you wouldn't need a law for it. Exactly. Hire people based on their competency. I dish it out, and you and Braddy give it right back, and so mean at times, but funny as fuck. Exactly, because that's all it is. It's funny. We're busting balls. That's how I have to do to get through the fucking days. Can't Leah Thomas just become a blind or a ghost in school spirit to see women's locker rooms? Or at least install cameras like in Revenge of the Nerds? Or find the shower stall like the good old days of Porky's? Put your wiener through that. Hello, I'm Polly the Penis. Going back to Alicia's thing. That's stupid that they have a law in place that says that because, yes, businesses, all they want to do is make more money. And if they ever found out if they hired more women, they'd make more money, guess what? Every fucking business would do it. Women had strived for hundreds of years, and just as they were starting to get close, just as they were almost there. And in the comedic side of me laughs at this, but then the real side, it says, this is so fucked up. It was all yanked out from under them when these trans people came in because we are no longer allowed to define what a woman is. I have defined it today. Any of these trans groups, you can call me up and I will define what a woman is. A woman is a human being who is born with all the right parts to have a baby. Ain't a man, ain't one single man ever been born with a fallopian tube. Mm-mm. Ain't no man ever been born with a vulva. Not to mention that, that mythical G-spot place. No man has ever had that. If we had that, do you think we'd leave the fucking house? Swear. <laughs> Crank all the. I, I, I've tried. They don't open until like four o'clock in the afternoon. I, I would love to sit down and actually have a conversation with these people and ask them to be honest with me and not skirt around the question and not say, well, I'm not going to define what a woman is. My definition is easy, it's simple, and it's right. If you are born, it, it, and we're all born, 
and you have the parts that it takes to in utero hold a baby, if you're born with those parts, you're a woman. Now, I did not say those are working parts. So once you come after me with, well, what about women who can't have babies? They're still women because they were born with the right parts. I didn't say the parts had to work. (laughs) If you want to complain about that, (laughs) you take it to the fucking place where you got it. You go talk to the big guy. You said it perfectly the other day. What happens when they're looking for a dead body and need DNA? What the fuck are you going to do then? Well, and, and, and I, saw, uh, I saw somebody argue for that. Uh, it was, a, a, oh, I knew his name earlier today, the, the guy with the women, uh, the guy I like. Um, he, he said the same thing. He said, down to your bone structure, people will be able to say that's a man. They won't know what was going on in your brain. Matt, Matt Dredge or, or Matt whatever his name is. Um, that DNA shows that you're a man. You can't change that. You have a Y chromosome. There is no way to get rid of that Y chromosome. And by the way, there's no way to get a Y chromosome. They're special. Y chromosomes are only given to the best. Matt Walsh, that's the name. Uh, I married my balls are for show only and they're not used, LOL. What about getting the correct medications and dosages meant for biological men or women? It can be deadly getting it wrong in the name of social construct. You're absolutely right. I'm glad nobody, why has nobody ever brought that up? It truly amazes me that this war on women, and why are they picking on the women? Because they know the men just won't give a fuck. And we all sit around and we go, we know what a man is. And, and, and by the way, by the way, you know this new fucking poster child for the trans li- lifestyle, the one that, that interviewed the president that is trying really, really hard to look like a chick? Why was she at the fucking Grammys? Did she have a record come out that I didn't know about? Is she a pop star? Oh, no, she's a reporter? Did she do a spoken word album or something? She didn't? No, she's just, why is she there? And I'm being nice. I'll use the correct pronouns because I am once again being a gentleman here. But you're not a woman. Sorry, hon. You you ain't. And you gals that that transition to Elliot Page. Hey, Elliot Page. I hate to tell you this, buddy, but you ain't a man. You might think you're a man. You might you might have the nice little breast scars now that they have on the Sims game. You might have all that kind of stuff, but you know what you don't have? You don't have that se- that secret ingredient. It's like all the people try to make KFC chicken. They fail miserably. Y'all ain't got that secret ingredient. You know what that secret ingredient is? Y'all ready? called a Y chromosome. That's what it's called. That's right. It's a Y. You don't have that. And and here's the other thing. 
here's the thing that's going to piss you off even more. And I love saying this because it pisses them off. You can never get it. Do you want to know the definition of a woman? I'll tell you what the definition of a woman is. If you're born and you have XX chromosomes, you are a woman. The end. Definition of a man, XY chromosomes. The end. Move on. That's biology 101. one I was misgendered by my son yesterday. He called me mom. Now I understand why trans mafia gets all upset. I was so triggered and he thought it was funny. This this world that we live in where everybody has to have their way. Uh, I, I had this story and I think Cowboys Girl and a couple other people sent this story to me. This shows you how out of touch the society is with each other. I don't think anybody... Oh, those guys are facts! Okay, yeah, okay, thank you. Um, you know, we like to have fun on this show, and we laugh at really dirty stuff, and we talk about very uncouth stuff, and that's why I love doing this show, because it's open and honest, and it's real. And we don't hide from it. We don't hide from this show being being a little on the naughty side. We don't hide from that. I'm truly hating our society, though. The ones that hide behind all their fucking causes and the ones that hide behind this and that, and then we find out the truth about them. And I I can say this with with every fiber of my being. I guarantee. This next story. And and you're making me care about a, a certain bird that I think birds are fucking terrible to begin with. But a pigeon that they renamed Flamingo was recently rescued in New York City. New York City! Probably appropriate. The the pigeon, who's believed to be less than a year old, was found wandering through Madison Square Park last week. Um... The wild bird funk took Flamingo into their care and announced the king pigeon has died due to the fact that some asshole dyed the pigeon pink for a gender reveal party. Can can you hear me rubbing my temple? Can you hear me? All right, I'm saying it today, February the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2023. If you destroy, break, kill, maim, V-Coop says that's foul play. (laughs) Hey, now. You hurt, destroy, kill, break. In danger, anybody with a goddamn gender reveal, your max sentence is at least, you know what, it's 18 years in the, in the pen. No time off for good behavior. 
And you know why I'm making it 18 years? So your kid has to grow up without you because you are such a sleaze bag. Yes, oh, Christopher, I, I'm serious. Somebody dyed a pigeon pink so they could have a gender reveal party. We've seen, we've seen forest fires started with these. We've seen people shot in the face with these things. These are, these are outright just absurdities, all because we need to find out what the baby is. They'll name the daughter Avion. Jesus. And, 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 and look here. Look. <clears throat> the other day, I, I went off on some of my pet peeves, like cold butter at restaurants. You motherfuckers, I hate you. Kids ordering it to drive through, hate you. The one I didn't get to is people at the movie theater who ask you to scoot down a seat, or at least used to. Get to the fucking movie on time. And the third one are the people that think they have to go to all these goddamn events. Was the pigeon male or <laughs> or female? Um, king pigeon, I would imagine it was a male f- uh, f- <laughs> pigeon then if they called it king. Only good gender reveal party is one where they either pop themselves in the face with confetti cannons or like black powder. And don't forget ham. Well, ham's not a pet peeve of mine. No, 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 no. Ham, I, look, I, I just don't like ham. It's not a pet peeve. Saying you have root beer instead of Dr. Pepper, pet peeve. And, and I don't like people that sit on the same side of the booth and there's nobody with them. Oh, I don't like that at all. That makes me uncomfortable to even watch. The matching his and hers T-shirts that they wear at the same restaurant while they're sitting on the same side of the booth, I get physically uncomfortable seeing that. Talking about him, I, I don't have a problem talking about it. I just don't like it. Um, but these people that have all these parties... I'm good. The, the first you have the bridal shower, right? And then, and then, then you know, some people go, oh, well, we're going to have a, a gift opening party. Now, do you have to bring a gift to the gift opening party? I don't know. So you go there and then that. And then, of course, you have the baby shower. Now, if you're smart and industrious, you have the baby shower, and then when the folks who can't make the baby shower can make the gender reveal... You do it then and there. In all of those events, let me tell you what's not needed. This is what we call a callback. What's not needed is the Y chromosome. Men. Men. See, and, and this is what's happened. This is what ha- I, I know exactly what's happened. The baby shower is now kind of turning into the gender reveal bullshit. And I don't care if you find out if you're having a boy or a girl first. I, I, I think that's the, the right thing to do. That way you can plan accordingly. But you don't need to have a party over it. See, this was a way to make it okay for guys to go to the baby shower. Because growing up in my generation and the generations before me, ain't one man ever stepped foot in no damn baby shower. That wasn't our place. That was gal pal time. 
tell you right now, I'll tell you the, the end of manhood. Everybody wants to say, oh, it was skinny jeans, it was Garth Brooks. No, no, no. I'll tell you when manhood ended. Manhood ended the first time a guy willingly, big word there, the first time a guy willingly went in to watch the birth of his child. There there were guys before him that had to go in there or was a part of it. But the guy that willingly went in there for the first time, it was over. I've thought long and hard about this. Because what happened? The guy says, I want to be in there. The wife is probably freaked out. Like, why would you want to be in there to see that? That's disgusting. That's terrible. That's gross. Oh, I, I don't want to miss a minute of this, honey. I, I want to live every day. He was the first fucking, you know, metro guy out there. And this is what happened. His wife told her friends. Now, I'm not blaming the women. The man started this. The, women, the woman was bragging. You know, my ha, 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 husband was there for our birth of our baby, Tallulah. What happens? Maybe that gal gets knocked, the, the gal she's talking to gets knocked up the next week. They're sitting at dinner, and she knows she's knocked up, and she tells her husband she's knocked up, and she goes, <laughs> Honey, you, you know that Barbara's husband, Stanley, uh willingly and wanted to go into the birthing room to be there when they they, they, they board in Tallulah. And he's just sitting there grunting. Uh, 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 she says she has a better husband than me, and I said, no, you'd be in that delivery room, so you're going to be in there, right? And that, that's a question that no man can answer because the, the correct answer is only one answer. The answer is no. Yuck. I don't want to get anything on my shoes. But the mighty paw wore him down. And the mighty paw is pussy. It wore him down. Then he was in the birthing room. And then it started to spread everywhere. Guys everywhere. (coughs) You ask those older generation, they're like, hell no, I wasn't in the goddamn delivery room. My dad was on the golf course. True story, hand of God. The chosen one is being born, and he was playing golf. Still the best man I ever knew. I'm just going to say, if I had to carry your baby and we're married, unless you want to pay alimony and child support, you will be in that room to help me and be supportive. See, see, but, but Alicia, 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 this is where it's gotten. Oh, now it's expected. Now it's an expected thing. I'm just saying that was the end of manhood. When a man did not stand up and say, no, I'm not going into that room. He would have probably gotten here eventually. Because, yes, of course, you have to support your wife now. It's the, the, the narrative changed. You're absolutely right. You're abs- 100% right. Even though I still wouldn't do it. Uh, I didn't even want to be in the living room when I was having my kids. But see, and, and, and that's what started this, this progression down in the world of manhood. And now we have men showing up at, at, at 
not only bridal showers, which is just absurd, but at baby showers. So we involve maybe something that has some gunpowder in it and makes a big noise. Oh, the guys are involved. And we have these stupid fucking gender reveals that end up killing birds. Do you see that? Do you see what we've done, man? If it wasn't for that first man that went to that fucking birthing, this bird would still be alive today. Mark my words. Have to? What was the point of vows, for better or worse? That shit is not fun. Well, hey. Some things you got to go through yourself, slugger. I'll be in the waiting room. You do that. You do you, and I'll do me. Hey, the nurse has a big old catcher's mitt. She's good to go. My younger sister just did her sixth child, and she did an at-home water birth. And by the way, does that need to be shared? I saw something on Instagram. Somebody I knew. I interviewed them a long time ago on the show and haven't dumped them yet as, as people that I follow. But they had a baby, and it, it, she shit it out in the fucking in, in the tub. Man, that's gross, dude. How do you ever use that tub again? I mean, come on. Ugh. And, and I mean, do you get to open some windows and have some fans blowing in there? Because I imagine, you know, I, I mean, the innerness... Yeah, I, I, think about this. Think about this. It's gotta, it, there's got to be some kind of weird smell, right? I mean, you take a cast off after like six weeks, you, you, your leg stinks. You open up that vast, uh, that, 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 that area, you open that thing up that's been closed for 20 years, hopefully, 25 years in some cases. Whew. Sick child, dear Lord, did it just fall right out? She didn't use her tub. It was just a big trough. Water birth people are a step down from Heaven's Gates people. So I went uh, went to one, but the shower was on the main floor. I was downstairs drinking. Does that count? We're drinking, playing pool. Mage, it counts. It, it, it counts, dude. You were there. Oh, Arnie, there's no smell unless mom oh, fucking poop involved now. Come on. All right, we're about to end. The, I got one more story. I got to do this story um, due to the fact that I had it yesterday, and I think it's a fucking hilarious story, and I want to do it before the guy fucking dies. Um, This is really great. Uh, We found the oldest person in America. Oh, no, the story went away? Well, I, I, I can do it based on the headline. Um, a 117-year-old man was released from a Texas prison this week after outliving his 99-year sentence. It was him, his brother, and his daddy, and they were fucking caught stealing horses. They stole like 7,000 horses, 1,400 of them, were earmarked for the U.S. Army in World War One. They caught him, his brother, and his daddy, and they sentenced them to 99 years. 
motherfucker outlived it and walked out of prison. How weird is the world to that guy? That guy can't go anywhere. That's a phenomenal story. Well, what are we going to do with him? Well, we got to release him. A hundred and seventeen years old. He doesn't even know what a car is. I mean, you, you let him out, and you're like, "Whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> what world is this?" Brooks was here. Was <laughs> so was Red. Yeah, no shit. He's gonna hang himself like Brooks. He's going straight to a nursing home. I can only hope. 2023, I bet that guy dies. Oh, he doesn't make it more than four or five days. First person he runs into is non-binary. That would blow his mind. Um, What's the over-under before he offs himself? I don't think that's going to happen. You know what's going to happen is he's one of these old guys that's just so used to his, his way and his way of doing things in the prison. The real world's going to eat him up. And, and it's sad. I mean, the guy, hey, you might not like what he did. I don't like that he's a horse thief and all that kind of stuff. But, hey, he paid his debt to society and then some. Oh, all right. That is going to do it for us today. I figured y'all would like that story. Uh, we will be back tomorrow for the Friday edition. That's right. I said it. Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. So please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, enjoy your Thursday night and adios, everybody. Uh- Well, excuse me, but I think you've got my chair No, that one's not taken, I don't mind If you sit here, I'll be glad to share Yeah, it's usually packed here on Friday night
there's a chance That later on I could drive you home No, I don't mind at all Oh, I like it too And to tell you the truth That wasn't my chair after all Oh, I like it too And to tell you the truth That wasn't my chair after all To beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.